cliffcentral.com. Hey, Doc, how are you? <laughs> hey, guys, I'm well. How are you? <laughs> nice, nice to see you. We're wasting your time. We've got uh, lots to talk to you about. Here is Dr. Hanan. It's going to be okay Monday morning. He's the renowned psychologist, head of the Anxiety and Trauma Clinic in Johannesburg. Uh, did you win your award? No, I was there. I participated. Oh. Did you get a participation trophy? There were, Did you there get a were participation so many. <laughs> there were so many nominees, though. It was, it was almost impossible to win in each category. So many nominees. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The, the winners they were well deserved. It, it was just great to be there. It was, it was awesome. Well, I don't know. I don't know any of the other people who were nominated except you. So I'm going to say that uh, they, they, they. I'm going to say they stole the vote. I'm going to do what Donald Trump did, and I'm going to, I'm going to claim that this is a. I'm going to claim a rigged election. If Hanan didn't win, we, we're not interested. We're not supporting them anymore. So there we go. That's what. That's all I have to say. No, but, but thanks for all the support that everybody that voted. That was really great. Okay, it was awesome. Did they did they only count votes, or did they also have a panel of people who decided? Because then they can rig it. Yeah, they had a panel of judges uh, see. Yeah. that uh, went through a whole thing. Uh, right. so it was a combination. Yeah, well, there it is. All right, so, Doc, I've got an email here from, from Gina. Gina says, I'm in a very difficult situation, and I know it's not unique. I caught my boyfriend cheating on me in the worst possible way. I walked in on him having sex with one of our friends. Oh, my God. Oh. Poor Gina. She says, I know the logical thing to do is end the relationship but he's begging me to forgive him and swears it was just that one time and the biggest mistake of his life we also have a baby together which really complicates matters i don't want to be a single mom and i don't want to resent my son's father for the rest of our lives can this be overcome i don't know what to do dr hanan i don't know what to do sorry I'm, i can't make fun of this um what do i do dr hanan to fix this how can i forgive him or can i ever trust him again the mental image of them together won't go away Oof. Oh, shame. Oh, where do we start, Doc? Yeah, it's a, it's a real violation. You know, yeah. I've said this many times. Relationships are really an agreement between two people on how to behave. They're rule sets. Yeah. Some of them are explicit. Some of them are implicit. But we get into a relationship based on particular specific principles. Right. This is how I'm going to behave, and this is how you're going to behave. And when there's a break in the agreement, naturally hurt occurs disappointment occurs resentment occurs and of course the levels to this stuff i mean mm. saying i'll be home at seven and arriving at seven thirty is a violation of the rules and having an affair is on another level and we always talk about why people do it but we hardly talk about what are you meant to do once you find out your partner is cheated and of course we can be all bullish about it and very cowboyish about it and say we'll just end it but the reality guys is that it's not so simple especially when there are kids involved. Oof. To end the relationship of maybe three months, well, to untangle that, that's quite simple. But when you need to untangle years and years and years of a partnership that mm -hmm. you hope would turn out in a particular way, especially when there are kids involved and your lives are enmeshed, is not so simple. You literally have to erase an old life and create a new one. And sometimes it's completely worth it, for sure. Oh. And sometimes it is not worth it. So what I'd like to dispense is when is it worth it and when is it not? So firstly, you have to understand that you've got to communicate. You've got to communicate. There are many reasons why people cheat, but their excuses are limited. So you can always find a reason for anything. I cheated because, you know, you don't give me enough love, or I cheated because I was drunk, or I cheated because this was a mistake, or I cheated because there's no affection between us, or I cheated because 
I'm incredibly stressed. There are many, many reasons for, for cheating, but the excuses are, are not there. I've never found, certainly in my 20 years, a real, a real excuse for somebody cheating, a real, real valid excuse. It's not okay, mm-hmm. and it's never okay. But if you do find your partner cheating, you've got to just, and the truth is the moment you find your partner cheating, that's, that's, it's too late. You've got to communicate way beforehand because there's always telltale signs that your partner is moving away from the relationship and towards something else. So you want to communicate as early as you can about why is there distance? Why are we drifting apart? Why are you working late? Why are you checking your phone? Why are you putting a password on your phone? Why do you not trust me with X? Why do you not trust me with Y? So discuss it way, 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 or at the first step that you, or at the first time that you see there's something off in the stance. But let's just fast forward. Now you find your partner cheating. You've got to bring it up. You have to bring it up. Because a lot of women and men, you will not believe it, just feel so uncomfortable raising it for the fear of the relationship ending. Really? So they, they, oh, you won't believe it, Gareth. You will not believe how many partners I see here that sit in my office and go, I know my partner's cheating, but I cannot say anything. I don't want to say anything. What if he breaks up with me? What if she leaves me? What if they take the kids? Especially when there's power and money involved. Because think about it. Now you confront your partner whose baby is financially incredibly secure. While you're insecure, what are you going to do? Are you going to allow your kids to go with your partner? Now they have the legal, the legal power to actually disrupt your life and take away your kids. Right. So there's an incredible amount of fear. Whether it's true or untrue, there's an incredible amount of fear. So the first thing you have to do, everybody, if you find out your partner's cheating, you have to bring it up. You have to raise it. Because if you don't confront it, if you don't put it on the table, it will never be resolved. Now, once you, once you open up, your partner will do one of two things. They'll be honest or they'll be dishonest. If they're dishonest, just know that the partnership is naturally going to get progressively worse. And when I say dishonest, they might be lying about what they were doing or they might gaslight you. Right. So gaslighting is a form of dishonesty. For those of you who don't know what gaslighting is, making somebody doubt what they've witnessed. So, for example, if you see your partner cheating and now you've confronted them and they say to you, uh, no, no, it was you. You're just insecure. That's why I did it. Oh, you don't show me intimacy in the relationship. That's why I did it. You're never, you're never available. That's why I did it. That's a form of dishonesty and gaslighting. Right. So if they're dishonest, just know that the projection and the trajectory of the relationship is going south. You cannot have a relationship with anybody, a friend, a colleague, a life partner, a, a boss, a government that's not based on trust. You have to be honest. If there's dishonesty, naturally you are going to, the game is going to fail. So the analogy that I've used many times before, if you and I play chess and we know the rules of the game yeah. and suddenly you start cheating, you start moving the pieces in a way that is, that is not allowed, that we didn't agree on naturally what I'm going to do is I'm going to resent you and not want to play it. Sure. But if I force myself to play it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cheat as well. So that's what happens in relationship. You cheat, I don't speak up. Suddenly I'm going to break the rules as well. Suddenly you break the rules. And before you know it, it's a, it's a, it's a massive mess. So you've got to bring it up. Then if your partner's dishonest, just know that the trajectory is going south. If the partner's honest, ask yourself about what has happened. I, the reason why I did it is because we lack we lack, it's not an excuse, but we lack X, Y, and Z in a relationship. How do we work on it? And is your partner prepared to work on it? 
your partner, this is important guys, if your partner has cheated, the onus is on them to do whatever it takes unconditionally to fix the mess up and to rebuild the trust. The onus is on them. There's no conditions anymore. They've lost their, their privileges. So for example, if you want to now go and check and have open access to their phone, you should be allowed to. If you want to have access to the email, you should be allowed to. Oh, now you will go, whoa, 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 okay. one second. That's an invasion of privacy. No. Yes, but you've lost that right. Yeah. Now you can't complain anymore. I like that. Yeah. Okay, good. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because yes, previously when you've paid by the rules, you had privileges and rights. The moment you've broken the rules, your rights and privileges are gone. Done. So there's not like, no, no, you still, she still can't check my phone. He still can't check my email. He still can't ask me to do X, Y, and Z. You have to be unconditional. If you want the relationship to work, you have to be unconditional and do whatever it takes to make it work. And then you go and seek ways in which to fix the actual problem. So if there's a breakdown in trust, how do we fix that? If there's breakdown in communication, how do we, how do we fix that? If there's a breakdown in intimacy, yeah. how do we fix that? If there's breakdown in compromise, how do we fix that? You go and seek the help whether you can do it yourself or my suggestion, there's two more things. My suggestion is go and seek the uh, professional help to help you recommunicate and renegotiate. Mm -hmm. Do not speak to your best friend that's been divorced four times and cheated on their husband 64 times to get advice. <laughs> because <laughs> the number one problem that I see is people lean on other people that have no right to give them advice. Right. So it's like leaning on your cardiologist to tell you what's wrong with your car or leaning on your mechanic to tell you what's wrong with your heart. Uh -huh. Don't lean on the wrong people to guide you. It doesn't make sense. Lean on someone that can give you the right advice and guide you in the right direction. That's great. That's good news. Just quickly, is there, a, is there an added layer of trauma when someone has actually walked in on their partner doing the deed? Because, you know, in, in Gina's situation here, she walked in on her guy having sex with this friend of theirs. Now, is, is that, does that add an extra layer to it? Because that must make it even more difficult for her to get over, right? Definitely, because can you imagine the, the image in her mind? It's not even created out of a fantasy or a terrible yeah. nightmare. It's created right. out of the reality of seeing, of seeing her partner with another woman. It's incredibly devastating, especially if it was in her own home. I mean, can you imagine what the home feels like now? So there is an added layer of trauma. Jeez. Obviously, the more your senses are involved in the trauma, mm. the more traumatic it is. So the more we involve sight and sound and touch and taste, the more the senses we use, the more traumatic and visceral the trauma is. And in this case, for sure, it's an incredible trauma. Horrible. One quick thing Ricky says. What if an individual is not cheating and not being dishonest, but the partner's insecurities makes them suspect cheating the whole time or feeling insecure the moment that she sees other beautiful girls? I mean, yeah, that's a great question. Sure, that's that deserves a show on its own. So sometimes you, accusing your partner of being dishonest is not actually them doing anything. It's actually your insecurity. Yeah. But you've got to negotiate the needs in the relationship. So, for example, I will turn to my partner and say, listen, I don't want you. I feel insecure when you watch, when you look at uh, maybe when you're scrolling, watching other naked men or, I don't know, half-naked men on Instagram or whatever. And my partner can negotiate back and say, I don't see if there's anything wrong with that. Can we negotiate that? Uh, or I do see something wrong with that. Yes, I will stop doing it. So you negotiate the needs in the relationship. And if you can't agree, there's naturally going to be a breakdown. So make sure you agree on particular and specific needs uh, in the relationship. 
All right. Uh, oh, hang on there. Leanne, anything you want to throw in quickly before we wrap it up? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm that friend you don't go to for advice on, on cheating and divorce and, <laughs> and men in general. I'm, I'm the one who's going to tell you that, yeah, just avoid, <laughs> avoid them altogether. <laughs> Wrong person. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, th th there's probably, there's probably good solid advice in that too. Don't be the friend who they're running to for bad advice and don't be the one who searches for your friend for bad advice. I think that's really good because we often think that these things ca have to be, you know, handled in certain ways, but that that's not an important factor. These people can really poison the well. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to say to your mate, listen, I actually don't know. I'm not sure. I can tell my feelings, but I don't know. Go and lean on somebody that will be able to guide you. Right. All right, Doc, and there's also is... the risk that risk of saying as a friend, um, oh, I never liked him anyway, and I always yeah, I hate yeah, the way he treated you, and then you, you work it out. Yeah. Your friend works it out. <laughs> right. Oh. Okay, lots yeah, of things tough. to think about here. As always, very, very interesting, fascinating stuff. Doc, thank you so much. Uh, you must also watch Dr. Hanan on TikTok. He puts up a lot of really interesting videos there. Um, some of which will be particularly relevant to people who are going through those situations. Um, and he, he gives solid advice in little bite-sized chunks. It's worth having a look at what uh, Dr. Hanan's doing on TikTok as well. All right, everybody. That's great. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Nice to see you. All right.